0: Hello and welcome back to the Do The Work podcast. It's Dale here, the Do The Work coach. I'm back again. Today's episode number 27. And I want to tell you five ways to set your week up for success. So guys, sit back, relax and enjoy. Guys, what's going on? Hope you are Good. I am back today on my own again, uh, another episode for you guys. And I wanted to give you something today that you can really put into place and put into your week. Now, at the release of this episode, it's Sunday. And of the recording of this episode, it's also Sunday. And I've just come off the back of a walk into the Yorkshire Dales, uh, I had some time to reflect, some time away, and I've come back refreshed, ready, and I'm recording this podcast because I'm motivated and I'm ready to go for the week. And I wanted to share with you guys today five ways that you can set your week up for success. Now, I recently did a post out on Instagram um, today at, at the time of recording this episode um, about how Sunday could be the new Monday and how you can create some real leverage by using your Sunday to your advantage and making sure that you're well set for the week. Um, Monday can be a very sort of negative vibe for people back into work, you know, not really looking forward to it. However, a Sunday can be a really good day. You can get out on the outside, go for a walk, get your steps up and take some time and plan your week ahead um, and make that more of a positive experience um, to close the week off and start a new one. Okay, so if you haven't seen that post, head over to my Instagram. You can catch that at, at the Do The Work Coach and check the post out from there but I want to get into the nitty-gritty today, and I want to give you five ways that you can set your week up for success. So let's get to it. Number one. Now, this is all about planning and scheduling your workouts. So these are in no particular order, by, by the way, because I think they're all of equal importance. If you are going into the week on a bit of a whim, and you're not quite sure when you're going to be going to the gym and what you're going to be doing, chances are you're way less likely to actually go to the gym and then do what you need to do. So whether it be, you know, you attend classes, whether you follow a specific program or whatever it might be, I highly recommend using your Sunday to plan out next week, whether that be you go, right, I'm going to train four times. So I'm going to write this down. I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Saturday, for example. And then Sunday is going to be the day for me where again, you're going to be in, the, in into the planning of next week. So plan and schedule your workouts, put it in your diary as an appointment. Personally, I use Google Calendar and my entire life's on there. Um, so I find that really, really simple and really, really easy to put it in there and create the importance for that workout like you would a doctor's or a dentist appointment or something like that, okay? This is going to really help Create some, if it's just accountability for you, then accountability for you and in your calendar and the way that you set yourself up. If you leave it to chance, oh, I might go after work that day, chances are you probably won't. And if you do, and if you haven't planned what you're going to do, so if you haven't planned in that particular workout, what you're going to do that day, is it going to be full body? Is it going to be legs? Is it going to be upper body? Is it going to be cardio? Is it going to be a class? Be specific, get that in your diary and write it down. So, point number one plan and schedule your workouts. And as much detail as you can do with that is going to be more beneficial, okay? So the more the more detailed you can be, the better, all right? So choose the day, choose what you're going to do that day, et cetera, et cetera, all right? So that is point number one. That's then going to bring me on to, of course, point number two. So point number two is to set a consistent sleeping pattern. So, forget what's happened last week, think about the upcoming week now, okay? So, you may well be listening to this on Sunday when it's been published, Um, you may be listening to it a little bit after. But, that being said, you can always make a change and be more consistent with your sleep. Sleep, indirectly, is a big contributor to whether or not you're going to be achieving your results for weight loss or not. If you are sleep deprived, you are likely to have an appetite for uh, less of, less things that are going to be more uh, positive towards your diet, for example. So if you are sleep deprived, you're going to make bad decisions with your diet. You might find yourself going through McDonald's drive through for your breakfast or for your tea because you're just tired. You can't be bothered. You can't be asked to make the food or whatever it is that you want to do um, or need to do for your for your goal. So having a set sleeping pattern is not only going to look after your appetite, but it's also going to protect your energy as well we talked about planning those workouts. You can plan those workouts to death. However, if you're going to bed at midnight and then getting back up at 6am saying only having six hours sleep, um, or maybe you're going to bed way later and going to bed at two and getting up at eight or whatever, if it's changing every day, and if it's not consistent, and if you're not trying to protect those seven or eight hours per night, you are so much more less likely to do that workout and especially if you've not planned it like we talked about earlier if we've planned it maybe you're a little bit more likely but if your sleep's all over the place and you're prioritizing some shitty reality tv show on netflix or whatever over your health over your exercise and um, over your good quality sleep and nutrition and all that stuff then you have some more serious questions to ask yourself so, I would say make sure you set a consistent sleeping pattern. I'd recommend setting a bedtime, setting a wake up time, and make it consistent. At least make it consistent Monday to Friday. Um, and still try and get those six, seven, eight hours in at weekend. If it shifts forward a couple of hours, that's not too much of a problem. However, our bodies work best when we are in routine, and it's the same every day, um, and that's just how it works. That's why people can wake up without an alarm at five, six in the morning, because the circadian rhythm is set so that they wake up at that time, and then it becomes a habit and part of what they do. So setting a consistent sleeping pattern is gonna massively help I would recommend a little tip. Maybe you could, of course, set an alarm in the morning. Get up on the first alarm. Don't snooze. That's a big, big tip. Don't snooze and go back to sleep for 10, 15 minutes, which you don't really get anything out of that. Get up, make positive steps to take control of your day and attack the day. And then on the opposite side of that, at night, you could also set a sleep time. Okay, so you could set like an alarm. So at nine o'clock, your alarm goes off, you turn your phone off to aeroplane mode or on silent, put it to the side and start to wind down Then you get into bed by 10 p.m. If you're into bed by 10 p.m. and you're waking up, for example, at six, that's an eight hour window for you to sleep and you want to be consistent with that. And if that's difficult at first, that's fine. It might be because it might be different to what you're used to. But after a few nights, after a few weeks, you'll get into that rhythm, get into that zone and you will make so many more better decisions. Your stress will be so much lower Um Everyone around you will notice a difference because you are better slept than you were previously. Okay, so number two, set a consistent sleeping pattern. I can't stress how important that is. Right. Let's get into number three. So as I say, these are in no particular order. Number three is plan your meals. We all know the most important part of weight loss is the calorie deficit. Okay. And again, I said it in the last one. We've said it to death, and we're not going to talk specifically about that today, but If you are leaving this to a whim, the same as your workouts, if you've got no solid plan as to what you're going to eat for your breakfast, um, your daytime meal and your evening meal, and then potentially snacks and you're winging it. Yes. You're going to buy meal deals. Yes. You're going to get takeaways. Yes. You're going to buy snacks on the go and make bad decisions because there's no solid plan there. You've got nothing to follow. You're accountable to nothing um, and you're just making it up as you go along. Off the back of that, you are so much More less likely to be able to stick to a consistent calorie deficit if you are winging it every day and you've got no hold over what you're having. So, how does the opposite of that look? The opposite of that looks that you reverse and reverse engineer what you're going to have that week. So you write down each and every meal what we're going to have. Okay, I know roughly it's this many calories, this much protein, etc., etc. And then break down from there. Okay, what do I need to buy? What's on the shopping list? cool right i'm going to go and buy that you stick up the meal plan on your fridge uh, or somewhere that it's visible on your cupboard so it's there if you've made that plan made the effort gone shopping you are so much more less likely to veer off that plan and even if you are 70 percent, 80 percent adherent to that plan that's way better than not having a plan and being totally out the window of everything So it's so, so important that you make some form, some level of plan around your food. Otherwise, you're going to wing it. And we all know what happens, me included, when you haven't made a plan, you're getting a takeaway, um, you're picking up a snack, you're making a bad decision, and you're also probably getting reeled into um, other people kind of influencing what you're going to be eating as well. Um, So please, number three, plan your meals, maybe prepare your meals on that Sunday as well, at least for the next few days and just set off on the right foot with regards to your eating. Okay, number four. Let's get to that now. So this is where we're going to get to the crux of what's going to make the difference between you moving forward and not moving forward. So for number four, what I want you to do is get out a pen and paper, and you can do it now as you listen to it, you can pause the episode, or you can keep it running, and you can do it at the end of the episode. But I want you to do this, set three simple achievable goals for the week. All right, once you've decided what they are again stick those up on your fridge somewhere that's going to be really really visible Um, maybe even in the bathroom in front of the mirror something that you're going to see every day you could put them in multiple places all right now those three goals can be anything you want it can be obviously it needs to be relatable to your goal but i want it to be simple and actionable steps that you can do each and every day or over the course of the week that will take you that even if it's just a small step towards your long-term goal so examples of this could be the outcome goal long term might be to lose half a stone or drop a dress size that needs to be broken down into daily actions and this is where these actionable goals come in okay so a way to break up um the the three goals might be okay i'm going to exercise four times and i'm going to plan that in and it's going to be on these days something as simple as that It could be that I'm going to stick to my calorie deficit all week uh, and I'm going to plan and prepare all of my meals. And the last one could be based around steps. I'm going to walk 10,000 or an average of 10,000 steps every day. Um, It could be 8,000 Monday to Friday and 15,000 Saturday and a Sunday. So over the course of the week, you're going to do 70,000 steps. Now your goals might be a little bit different to that. They're just some examples of what you can do. But they are basic, simple, broken down, habit-based, process-based goals that you can 100% achieve and adhere to over the course of the week. And if you can do that each and every week, try and keep those as consistent as possible. Maybe the following week, you might might want to add a fourth goal on in, in there. So it might be something around your performance. So it might be, do you know what? I did a 50 kg squat. I'm going to increase my squat this week to 60 kg. And putting pen to paper and making that commitment with yourself by doing this can be so so powerful and if you are visually looking and seeing these things that you've written down every day you are much more likely to again adhere to them and actually do them all right so that's what i want you to do if you need to pause this episode now after you've listened to all that pause it write your goals down and then come back in in a second because when you do come back there's going to be another little point i haven't named it as one of the five um sorry, yes, I have named it as one of the five, getting a little bit ahead of myself there. Um, So there's going to be point number five. So if you pause it now, write down your three goals, come back in a second, and then I'm going to go through point number five. Okay, hopefully you're back with us now. So point number five, There, I was getting a little bit confused, but we are at point five. Point number five is also very important and probably more important than point number four to a point. If you don't consider and look at point number five, you will not achieve any of the above things that you've already planned out. Okay. It's very, very easy to look towards a goal and think of the good things. Okay. I want to achieve that goal. I'm looking uh, in the future. um, and I want to achieve it because it's going to make me feel better. So I want to achieve that weight loss. So, you know, run that, uh, do that run in a particular time, whatever it might be. Okay. It's very, very easily, easy to say those things. However, If we don't look at the negative aspect of that goal as well, then we're going to fail. And what I mean by the negative aspect is we need to look at what could go wrong, what's going to get in the way. Okay, So what I want you to do is identify possible roadblocks or barriers that could get in the way over the next seven days between those three goals that you've just set and whether or not you can do them or not. So what could potentially get in the way of... Going to the gym three or four days. What could get in the way of hitting that step count, for example, weather. What could get in the way of um, achieving your calorie deficit? Maybe you've got a meal out, um, or maybe they're getting pizzas in the office on Friday, or or something of that nature. You need to now create a strategy for all of those potential outcomes. So you would write down the potential barrier, the potential roadblock. And then at the side of that, I want you to then write down what's the strategy. So if that happens, how do I either avoid it or how do I manage it? So if it's, for example, weather with your steps, then it would be, okay, well, I've noticed that the weather forecast says it's going to rain pretty heavy Thursday, Friday. I'm going to need to box fairly smart Monday to Wednesday. I'm going to overachieve. I know that Thursday and Friday are going to be a little bit be a little bit low. Saturday is a little bit wet as well, but Sunday looks good. So I'm going to overachieve there. So that that's a potential roadblock and, and you acknowledging it and, and seeing how you can potentially climb over that roadblock and plan. Plan with it if you might, if that makes sense. Otherwise you're going to get to Thursday and Friday and go, oh, it's raining, can't do my steps. Uh, right, I'm a bit under Saturday, can't be bothered Sunday, Then all of a sudden you've not achieved it. So planning for that potential roadblock is going to massively help you. Um, for the workouts, it might be that, uh, I don't know, You maybe you just lose motivation during the day. How do you overcome that? Well, you make sure that your bag um, is in your, in your car, um, or if you're at home or whatever, you set a reminder on your phone for it to go off to go to the gym. And another way to overcome, by the way, um, if you sometimes struggle with motivation to exercise is when you have exercised and when you have been to the gym, write down exactly how you feel after that workout, because I guarantee you feel better. You're glad you've done it. You're more energized. You feel good about yourself that you've actually done what you should be doing. You've got them positive endorphins and then you're ready for the next workout and where to take it, etc. Make a note of all them things. And then when you're feeling a little bit low when you're feeling like you don't want to train and don't want to go go back to that on your phone and your notes or wherever it is read through it look and read at the the things that you've you've written about how you're going to feel if you do that workout and if you've then read those things and you still don't want to do that workout then again that's another tough question to be asking yourself so that's a real little good hack that you can do to give yourself that short-term motivation to get that workout done and do it Alongside setting an alarm or a reminder to get up and get your ass to the gym and get our workout done. So, guys, again, if you need to pause it there, pause it. Um, write down those barriers, those roadblocks, and then create a bit of a strategy to overcome that. And then you've there got a foolproof plan. Pr- a fool—that's hard to say. A foolproof plan. There we go. Foolproof plan. For the week ahead, all right, and you've made the best out of your Sunday um, or what, whatever day you've done this plan on, and you are now set up for success. And all you need to do is go and execute that and do the work, as I would say. Okay, so plan is no good without you going away and executing that plan. However, the chances of you doing all of that stuff that you've planned, if you haven't made that plan, are so much more less likely. Um, so, guys hopefully that's given you some real good actionable tips that you can kind of just go away and implement all those five things. Just go away and do it. And I guarantee you're going to have a good week. And I guarantee after that week, you're going to feel good and glad you've done it. And that's going to motivate you to go again. And the last little point I wanted to leave you with is it's very, very important that once you've set this plan out the following week, so the following Sunday, you need to sit down. Of course, you need to do the same again but you need to reflect on the week that's just gone. So what went well? What didn't go well? Did I achieve what I set out to do? Why not? What can I do differently next week? A really good question to ask yourself is what needs to be different about this week than last week to make it better? Something as simple as that. What needs to change about this week that didn't happen next week if I'm going to have a successful week? Really powerful question um, just to ask yourself when you're reflecting on the week that's just gone. All right, so guys, you've got five tips there plus a little bonus reflection Um, at the end of those, those six. At the end of the week, you go back to it, you reflect on the week and then you go again with those five again, okay? If you do that each and every week, I promise and I guarantee you, you will be closer to your goals, especially for obviously weight loss we're talking about now, okay? If you don't dedicate and put the time aside to do those things, then you are simply not placing that weight loss, that goal, high enough level of priority of importance in your week to make sure you do what it takes and do the work so if you are willing to do that each and every week as i've just said i guarantee you will get results so guys i hope you're going to go away and implement i hope you're going to go away and do that i hope you found it useful Um, and if you have do let me know send me a dm email whatever let me know how you're getting on even if you want share your five things with me share your goals with me take a picture stick it on your story commit create some accountability and then go the hell away and execute the hell out of the plan and do the work okay guys have a great week i hope this has been good and i'll be back soon with some more content for you take care peace out guys i hope you enjoyed that one there was five easy tips to set your week up for success all you now need to go and do is go away and implement and do the work If you did enjoy this episode, guys, I would much appreciate it if you listen on Apple Podcasts, if you can head over to the review section, leave me a five-star review. It's just going to allow me to reach more people to continue to grow this podcast in the future to learn some further guests as well. Also, if you like the way I present, if you like my podcast and enjoy it and you don't already follow me on social media, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at the Do The Work Coach where I'm posting loads of content over there but uh, she's going to help you with your health, your fitness, and more predominantly your weight loss. So, guys, in the meantime, thanks for listening. We'll speak soon. Take care. Peace out.